Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jen, but today we have a special treat for you. we got a lot to unpack. We're joined once again by Jake to discuss uh, Vikings football and the rest of the NFL playoffs. A little recap of Wild Card Weekend and preview the Divisional Week, and then we'll uh, do our Fantasy Frenzy Draft and then finish with who he played for. But Jake, calling in from Arizona. Uh, how you hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm on campus here, just soaking in the Arizona sun. Sun's about to set, so we could get a nice little um, famous Arizona sunset uh, come on our way Ooh. in the next hour or Ooh. so. Kind of hopefully right. I set us up for a good spot there. Um, other than that, I'm going to go right into my picks. Um, I wasn't here a couple weeks ago. Last time I was on, um, your guys' Packers allegedly beat the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings 41-17. to uh, Putting a little asterisk there just because I'm not going to accept that loss. Um, and then your alleged back-to-back MVP um, looked pretty decent that game, I'll say. But um, regardless of that, we had a chance at the playoffs. You guys didn't, and it didn't matter. But besides <laughs> that, um, my picks here, I went Geno Smith as my NFL MVP, mainly because I feel like if he didn't play at the level he did um, this past season, I don't think the uh, – Bears would be having the number one overall pick. And as a Vikings fan and probably as a Packers fan, we can all agree we're excited that they have that pick so we can see how badly they screw this up um, <laughs> yet again, yet again, because the Bears oh. are trash. Um, my Offensive Player of the Year award goes to the obvious uh, Justin frickin' Jefferson. Um, nothing else really to say there. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, um, probably one of the scariest looking white guys I've ever seen in Nick Bosa. <laughs> um, if you're that bold as a white guy, you, you're doing something right. So that's, that's where I'm going there. And then offensive rookie, I went Garrett Wilson. Um, defensive rookie was sauce and then coach of the year. Um, for me, it's a toss up between both uh, Doug Peterson and Kevin O'Connell. I have the bias for Kevin mm-hmm. O'Connell. Just because of went thirteen and four, um, but you kind of expect offensive mind with the offensive talent we have. You can kind of see a ten plus win team there, um, but I think he was the fourth or fifth coach to go thirteen wins in the first season. It's historic. I think it's awesome. But I'm going to give Doug Peterson the nod. Um, he went from they went from the bottom of the league last year to the top. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, when it comes to O'Connell, your guys' roster is almost so good that it was like anybody with Zimmer that was expected <laughs> right. to see, to see right. an improvement. And I honestly I don't know, though. slipped my mind the whole year as a Coach of the Year candidate, and I think he's a valid choice. I mean, it is a good one-year turnaround. I don't yeah. know. I I, um, I was really hoping for Brian Leftwich last offseason, and after seeing his uh, fiasco <laughs> of a performance, oh, I don't even – I don't know if Brian Leftwich would have made the Vikings any better. I don't think he's going to see a coordinator job unless the head coach is not a Sean McVay, Bruce Arians, um, Sean Payton style offensive mind. That's a good, sure, that's, a, sure. that's a good point. Uh, no, and the yeah. problem with Brian Leftwich is like and Kevin O'Connell was Brady's backup. And like, I don't actually think he saw game action. No, uh, I think Byron he was the Leftwich. third stringer. Yeah. Like he, he was on the team, but he was like, sort of on the team and like Byron <laughs> right. left, which uh, and not only was he the starter for the Jags for a bit, he had some, you know, backup time in the Steelers. He was big Ben's backup. Um, he had more time, but I also think 
uh, he had more confidence in terms of the fact like, yeah, I already have given my stance on the quarterbacks that former quarterbacks as coaches love to throw the ball, which is not always a bad thing, but it can mm-hmm. hurt in the playoffs. Things don't get going. And well, uh, Brady threw it literally almost 70 times. Uh, I love Tom Brady, but even when you watch how things went in New England, that's never how things went down. That was totally all Byron yeah. left, which like, well, I can do well and call these put. We got Tom Brady. Let's throw it every time. And yep. that's obviously, I think, was part of the downfall of Buccaneers this year. But uh, no, I would agree that actually Ken O'Connell, uh, coaching wise, I think he, you guys hit there. You, you did. It's it's a matter of I saw just I think maybe a couple hours ago you fired your DC uh, like Ed yep. McDonald whatever Ed, Don- Ed Donatel yep yeah. Um, and hey, you bring Thank back God. Zimmer as like the DC. That's the dream coaching staff. Uh, He's but, already, oh Zim, Zimmer, <laughs> Zimmer's already the DC for Coach Prime at Colorado. Is he actually? Really? No yeah. Way. Why? Yeah. I don't want to say it's a complete step down, but like, why? Yeah. That's. <laughs> um, I, hey, I, look, I, I just want to before we keep going. If I was ever a head coach and I get fired, and I don't know if Zimmer has anything contract if that happens to me i'm definitely taking the cliff kingsbury route and just oh, never coaching again man and living in some other country taking my check until i mean my contract is up because he yeah. had two years left on that contract so he did get paid out but um he went to he went to jackson state this past season as an analyst um plus he was prime plus he was prime's db's coach um, back in the day in Dallas, so there's a connection oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Maybe the interpersonal not. connections between my Vikings yeah, that's, coaches that's, and that's, players. That's, yeah, that's the inside scoop yeah, right there. That's yeah. Deep. Oh. Um, all right. Let's let's dive okay. in a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to the Geno Smith MVP selection simply because I respect it, and you know he's got a point. This, this team was projected three or four wins. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yep. It's it's there, you know the, the arguments yeah, there. Yeah. I think we can all agree he's, he's not going to win it because he doesn't get the media attention. No, but I, no. I see it. Um, so let's let, let's dive into Wild Card Weekend. And Jake, I'll ask you: uh, Is there a certain game that you want to talk about at the beginning or the end? Well, I um I said it. I I, I said this. Uh, I think Sunday night. I said let's just cut the court early. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to cut the court early here again too. Um, okay. It hurt. It definitely hurt. Um, Dwight, last time I was on, I was hyping up my team, you know, give them some love. But my true thought process here is our defense was ranked 31st in the NFL. um, And we allowed in the 19 games, that's including the playoff game, we allowed over 400 total yards a game. Um, So – it was just not bound to happen. You can have the you can have the best offense you could ask for and hope for, um, but if you don't have the defense to back it up, even if it's you know you could probably win that. You could probably win that with top twenty. Um, but man, yeah, no, there's almost like defense matters, man. What a contest. no, it does. That's it definitely does. And it's and it's every year people start saying, especially the announcers, start saying um, the running game. And the defense matter in the postseason because everyone's banged up. Everyone needs that break. That's the true, um, it's true formula. Uh, a good solid run game, and the Vikings were damn near at the bottom of the league too in the running game. So, um, it showed in the second half of that Giants game. We just 
sort of, we just abandoned it. Cook had a great first half, I thought. Um, could have had over 100 yards, but we ended up getting down a little bit, so we had to force the ball. And then um, that Giants defense just got more pressure and versus the Vikings defense. And when it when um when you're running a four three uh, with three four guys, it's hard. Um, when you have Daniil Hunter dropping back into coverage um, on X on X yeah. amount of plays, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, and I think that our DC was one of the guys who was like, "You guys are gonna play to my scheme." Uh, regardless, he wasn't really scheming his players. He was putting the players in his scheme. So it was a downfall. It was a downfall all season. And I thought we should have fired Donatel after that Lions loss, in my honest opinion. Um, I was hoping for it, um, but it didn't happen. So I was hopeful yeah. going in. Um, but I knew regardless of what happened, playing the Niners wasn't going to be a pretty game. Um, so it is what it is. I'm sad. I'm bummed out. But I guess I'm just sitting on the couch like I am every year as a Vikings fan. So, <laughs> well, you know, I respect yeah. I respect the honesty, the loyalty, man. Uh, you're you're a week behind us, so I, I know your pain. Um, look, when it comes to the Vikings, I guess I gotta flip the question back to you again, and this could be a group discussion. But what's your opinion on the future? Because we got a couple yeah. contracts that are about to come up here. Um, yeah, there's in my opinion. The Hawkinson trade might come back and really hurt you guys. I don't see that. Um, the big thing is Hawkinson is due nine million dollars next year. So if you do extend him, the money won't affect this season's cap space. Is that a team um, option or a player option? Uh, team Maybe option. Team, I think okay. like fifth year. Yeah, fifth year. Fifth year. Okay. So it's team option. And obviously, you're going to pick that up. But when you look at the defensive side of the ball, we have aging veterans like Harrison Smith. Eric Hendricks, um, uh, Hicks, our other linebacker. And then you have Zadarius Smith. You could cut him or whatever. Um, do what you want with him because he's he's got $13 million you could free up there. Um, yeah, Delvin's, got, Delvin's got, got one or two million. left, right? Delvin's got $8 million you could free up if you cut him. Um, same with Kendricks. Like all these guys, we could cut like six players and open up $50 million in cap. So I guess the, the, my question then to you is, uh, I'm do not you afraid. Think you can for the reload future. this team, especially yes. defensively, uh, before Jefferson's impending contract comes up, and with Kirk's money still locked up. I do, I do. I, I, I and before, at, and um, I'll throw in too, and Hawkinson mm-hmm. after next season too. Right. Um, I definitely have a, a hopeful look. Um, there is a few defensive guys that didn't get to see much time this season. Um, uh, Caleb Evans was a later round, mid round draft pick at corner. He played really well, lengthy guy. Um, Andrew Booth Jr., um, essentially what could have been, um, Christian Watson for us. Um, Andrew Booth Jr., um, again, he was injured all season. He had the ab injury in training camp. Then he got an ankle injury right away in the season. And then Lewis Seen, who we didn't get to see anything of. I mean, when you're behind, uh, Harrison Smith, that's not going to happen. Um, and he broke his leg in the Saints game in London. Um, so he'll be back next year fresh. And he, he played great with Georgia. So with that, I feel like our rookie draft class last year uh, defensively can just kind of place in our, our filled holes um, that we're going to lose this year. And then adding more talent this year in the draft. I think we go heavy defense, heavy, heavy defense this year. Um, unless you think um, 
giving up a player or two or some draft capital to go get a guy um, that's that you think is the guy, like a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud, um, mm-hmm. or even falling back on to see how um, – uh, who's the guy from uh, Florida? Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. See if you want to take the the uh, possible upside in his athleticism. Um, you could do that at the end of the draft. We could trade back to get more capital. Um, he could fall to the second, third round, and get a guy like he's got. A, he's got Malik Willis type uh, athleticism, um, and have him sit and learn behind a competent quarterback, um, like Kirk versus you know, like a Tannehill. So I like the hmm. I, yeah. yeah, I like the future. I, it's possible. Um, and our our GM so far hasn't steered me wrong, um, in terms of what he's done. So. But you are definitely, I mean, it sounds like you are definitely ready to move on from a couple of significant long-time Vikings. I'm not, I'm prepared for them to be gone. It's going to hurt because they were my childhood. You know, all these guys, yeah. when I started getting into football, like I, the first game I went to was in 2014 at the TCF Bank Stadium. It was negative 10 outside, bundled up, little 13-year-old in the cold, standing outside with dad. And um, I think Thielen blocked a punt. It's just awesome. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, I know. I actually know the game. Special team steal and hey, hey, it. I love it. You know, and Thielen could be gone too. He's due twenty million next year, or nineteen million. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. He's not worth that money if they cut and resign at a better deal. But he could be traded, and he could be he could go somewhere like the Ravens. Ravens need a wide receiver. You know that that thought, and like a lot of the beat writers in Minnesota have put that out there. Like, do we trade Thielen to? You know, the Ravens, because they've always needed a wide receiver. You could get a third, fourth rounder out of a guy like that just because of his value. You know, he's got hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I'll let Chen give his analysis too on the Vikings future. I, I think I think obviously you're a little more you're a little more optimistic than I am. Um, not to say that I don't trust their GM. I think that you guys have had, you know, championship contending rosters, playoff contending rosters year after year. But I think that there's a lot of things happening at once here. And in three to four years, this team's going to look completely different. And um, I am a little worried about incentivizing Justin Jefferson to stay. He might want to test the market when, the time, when his time comes up. But if he's getting the ball, and he is, he probably will want to stay. Um, I've, I've, I'm, uh, I'm big on, obviously, when you're your team, you're big on looking at everything you can to see what's happening. And Jefferson, all season, even in the uh, last offseason, Every time he's asked about money, he's like, I don't care, man. It's not my thing. I'm just trying to play ball. I'm trying to win. He's, he's trying to win. Obviously, if you get offered $30 million, you're going to take $30 million. But Yeah, I mean, forced, he can say – I'm sorry. I've he put, can say that all he wants, but literally he can say it all he wants. He can say it all he wants. He can say it all he wants. their team this last offseason for money. Like I, that guy's that better is, than all of that those is, guys. Yeah, that's true, and I'm not denying that. Um, but I have seen – I, I have a feeling – that he's going to do a Brady-esque move where he takes a little less than he's worth to fill in the holes, get Kirk a better offensive line, get Kirk some – or get our defense, allocate some money that way. Because from what it sounds like um, in the media, he just wants to win. Um, I hope you're right, man. And, I think Minnesota is a good fit for him. But um, like I said, I, I don't think that you guys can reload in a year. <laughs> um, I think you guys are going to win a lot of games next year. You could run it back and win probably – I mean, at least double-digit games with the exact same. Yeah, I see us. I but, saw ours, our opponents, and we have our hard games at home. So that really yeah. just and look, a new DC could change literally everything. 
you know, that, yeah. that's my hesitation. And, and a new defensive coordinator could change everything. But I'm interested to hear, Christian, your thoughts on the Vikings cap space situation, draft capital, and their foreseeable, you know, three to four year future. Sure. Yeah, no, I'll uh I'll try to keep things brief because I don't become a, a Vikings podcast, clearly. Um yeah, but we all we do all it to the viewers. Will, we talk about the Packers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talk we get like decent amount of Packers, but like I, I will I will give credit to uh the aspect I love the uh the the in-depth fan, right? Like Jake yeah. knows the guys yeah. of the Louis Cine, right? Like when I bring up Isaiah McDuffie, Rudy Ford, DeAndre Leavitt, all these random names, it's only Packers fans. Well, no. So it's nice to be like, oh, like he's bringing these like obscure Vikings players. Like he's a true fan. But nonetheless, um, in terms of what they got going on, I'm actually, I'm still optimistic in what the Vikings have to do because as cutthroat and brutal as this may sound, I love Dalvin Cook. I love a lot of running Same. backs that come through this league. You cut them and free up that money. You could probably sign two sufficient starters on that defense, and we you're could, just you fine sign. with Alexander Madison. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give him, give him whatever he needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, no need to, there's no need to open uh, a running back when you run. You, you barely run the ball now with O'Connor. Exactly. Yeah, and if that's the offense you want, go for it. You know, I mean, I, when I watch back on the uh, just highlights and key plays from the Giants-Vikings game, they didn't have a problem moving the ball. Uh, there was a couple, like the third and one, I think, when Justin Jefferson, that trick play, whatever, I think was really huge. I think that needs to get, you know, I don't want to say more spotlighted, but there's like key moments in that game where it's like, this team is not a run-first team, and they don't need to be. Um, so if you, you get rid of Dalvin Cook, that's fine. What I saw was a lot of nobodies on the Giants getting wide open defensively. So getting rid of the DC was great. But I think it literally, if you spend your entire draft just adding guys to the defense, that's all you need. You got your tight end. You got your quarterback. You even got your backup running back to get fill in as a starter. And your receivers are lock solid. It's really just spend the entire draft on defense, man. Maybe you spend a yep. pick on a lineman. I know, yep. uh, especially in that Packer game, when you go down to a third string center, that sucks. But their line wasn't like completely atrocious. It was just they're young. And so in terms of the future, um, I even read a report that like in terms of like current dead, not dead cap, uh, like salary, you know, whatever. Like the Vikings are technically like $20 million below the cap and the Packers are $16 million. But then I looked at like the contract situations. It's like the Packers have a lot more tough choices. I think uh, the Vikings are going to do some necessary moves. Um, this isn't even me that Zadarius Smith hate. It's just he like he started off strong, especially obviously yeah, he did. playing the Packers. Yep, and then um, he fell off, man. Right? Yeah, he just kind of fell off the face of the earth, and the amount of money he's getting paid. Um, that's why we had to get rid of him. So. Mm-hmm. I think the two guys that are in my eyes should be completely just gone and will obviously play somewhere next season. But Dalvin Cook and Zedary Smith are just not fits for this roster. Um, and quite frankly, I think you get that money and you can make the roster a lot better, especially given yeah. you have a whole draft to go through. The team is 13 and four. Um, it was just clearly, it's, I'm not going to reiterate the whole my, deal, my only, but, my only, 
outlook is, yes, we can reload in the draft, and I think we're going to have to do some trade backs or trade players versus cut them. Mm-hmm. We only have four picks. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. We, we got a first, a third, and two fives, I think. Wow. Yeah, second. To go get Yeah, the six and seven, I mean, it, look, if you have good scouts and whatever, you can kind of make that up, you know, signing yep. someone drafted free agents, but Hopefully the second uh, isn't too major. Really, you just got to hit on that first round pick. Uh, and we're you, at twenty three. We're at twenty three, yeah. so we could easily we could easily slide back. You know, we could slide back like oh, we yeah. did last year and pick up some capital. So I think yeah. that's what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you One don't draft Trey Waynes again, man. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the what comes to mind the defensively. Last, uh... Xavier Rhodes was great, and then there's Trey Waynes of the world. Trey Waynes. Uh, Oh, Mike Hughes of the world, yeah. Mike Hughes, oh no! <laughs> Corners uh, are tough to draft, man. Jeff they are, out. They are. One Jeff, last question, Jeff, Jeff Gladney. Yikes! Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, one last question for the group. Keep it short, but uh, can Kirk take him to the promised land? Ah, uh, that's my answer. Ah, uh, I don't know, <laughs> oh, man. I, I just, it's he's um he's the same as Matthew Stafford where everything has to go correct. The the Rams had, like, the fourth-ranked defense when they won, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he I led like the that. league. And he, like led the, he led the league in picks <laughs> that year. So, it's like – it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing when you look at the uh, the minutia of what has to go, go through. Everything needs to go to plan. Like, the whole thing needs to just fall in place. But also you say that and you also look at the miraculous comebacks that we had. It's 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 weird. Um he, he's a deer in the headlight sometimes. Um prime time, you could say yes, you could say, Oh, it's a prime time record, but I don't know if I I don't know. I don't know if time of day matters, in my opinion. You just go play football. And sometimes you have a bad day, sometimes you don't. Ironically, it's on prime time. I don't know. I'm a I'm a ride or die with Kirk Cousins. Um he's a, he's a, I don't I don't know how you can't like him. That's all. I I'm no, saying. I mean, I don't. I don't think either of us he didn't have a bad day. Yeah, I mean, let's let's it's, you know weekend. we're 25 minutes on the Vikings. We got to move on. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. Hey, I'm hey, we only we got like on. four other games to talk about, so we can spend our time a little bit more than normal. So, um, no, that's fine, right. man. We can keep keep moving. And my really my last just comment on that: Can Kirk take you to the promised land? Well, if Trent Dilfer can win a Super Bowl, I think anybody can. Um, but <laughs> that's really all I got to say on that. Um, what was so that was a Saturday game? Am I correct? There, there was a a game. That was Sunday. That? that was a Sunday, um, but we skipped to it. The first game that's was uh, <laughs> first game of Wild Card Weekend. We'll rewind a little bit to Saturday afternoon. Uh, Seattle going into San Francisco. Um, oh, your guys' yeah. thoughts here. I mean, it was a pretty tight game at half, and, and it looked like San Francisco is exactly who we thought they were, you know, just, just starting to take over as time goes. As the time, oh, yeah, I, I appreciate the little like halftime the Seahawks gave me in like the third, fourth quarter when that game started to get out of hand. I was like, all right, now I can go like run up and pick up some food and <laughs> get ready for the next game. Uh, <laughs> it, it was typical, <laughs> you know, so in terms of bogus. like. Pre- I'm just saying, man. Like it was, pre- it was predictable. It, 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 that really, if I had to describe that game in one word, it's predictable. No one expected Seahawks to go in there win. If they did, it would have been news in in a lot. And it really would have actually, I think, 
media woods talk about Geno Smith's MVP case if he beat the 49ers at number one defense, but they had struggles against him all year. Um, and yeah, it, it was no shock to me. Um, but I'm curious if you guys had any things that, you know, major takeaways, especially the 49ers next game, they got, uh, they got the Cowboys who actually, they did look good against Buccaneers, but like anybody can look the good Buccaneers. against the Bucs. We'll talk about exactly. yeah. that. Same team. <laughs> um, here's my thoughts on Seattle, man. And uh, if you, for those listening, if you don't follow us on TikTok, go ahead, because I'm giving a grade to every team's season. Uh, so the teams are still going, I won't do. But the Seahawks, outside of whoever wins the Super Bowl, are my only A-plus in terms of the season yeah. they got. Uh, they have a, you know, the fifth so. overall pick as well as the 20th. They just fleeced Denver, man. They're set up so well. They have a great receiving core. Uh, their defense is – you could put some patches on it. You know, I think it was middle of the pack. <laughs> Um, it, they got some an- questions to answer, but they've got the capital to do it. So I don't think the Seahawks could have asked for much more. Um, and and I'll say that I'll let Jake talk before we get to the Brock Purdy discussion. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah. Th- here's my MVP pick. Um, the Seahawks definitely played a great first half, and like you said, they could you couldn't have asked for a better season. Um, the way it ended. Um. I, that's really all I have to say. I mean, the Seahawks obviously were going to come back and make the adjustments needed at at half um, to make that an actual, you know, realistic game that America thought was going to be. So that's kind of my personal take on on that game. It was a seven seed versus a two seed. Two seed easily could have been a one seed in either conference, um, and is probably going to make it to the Super Bowl. So that's just where I'm at. Yeah, personally. Yeah, that's well said. Um, so when are, when are we going to start uh, respecting, uh, if we don't already, uh, the Mr. Irrelevant from this past draft? Uh, 18 to 330 and three touchdowns. I mean, uh, what more does Burrow do than that? What more does Allen do? Whoa, uh, okay. We can get into I throwing mean... the ball, but on a stat sheet, like I'm serious, what you know? We can get into throwing hey, the ball. Statue is off. great. I mean, thirteen and four looks good on paper. No offense. I even brought up how like this is one of the the point like circumstances everything in terms of twelve and four teams. The Raiders were still plus forty, and they were the worst twelve and four team we'd had to date. Um, well, let me say this. What of, I'm trying to say is, I think that Purdy played a better game this weekend than Josh Allen. And that is fair because I actually, in terms of bills next week, I have some concerns because Josh Allen can be a little reckless. And it's like, you would like that to be toned down, especially in the playoffs. But on the other, the flip side of this thing. Yeah. Joe Burrow's got Jamar Chase, but uh, Hayden Hurst is no George Kittle. Uh, Joe Mixon is he's good. He's also not Christian McCaffrey. And, and same goes with Josh Allen. Can't tell me Devin Singletary, you know, when he minds. None of those guys are CMC and, uh, you know, Dawson Knox is he's, he's like Robert Tunyon, man. I mean, he's got a game or two that's like good, but like, like it literally Brock Purdy is a big three of like a top minimum top three at their position. I guess Debo, you could maybe, you know, have some leeway, oh, but yeah. Kittle and CMC are definitely at least top three at their positions. And Debo was definitely an established wide receiver one. And in that Shannon offense, um, I, I want to give Brock Purdy credit. I, I do. But that is, is that not the best situation you could go into as a quarterback? Uh, like, it, My, it shouldn't be taken away for what he's done. But 
that is the most ideal as it gets. I mean, their line is great. They have the but number he's one still defense. out there throwing balls on target, not turning the football over, commanding the team, going down, you know, leading the team. Absolutely. Like he's still doing it, man. And I just feel like no. there's one side of the spectrum where everybody's like, oh, you know, this guy's on this. He's just in the best situation ever. Anybody could have success there. And that's just not true. But that's not true. That. Yeah. And then there's the that's other side where it's like, oh, this kid, he's the next Tom Brady. And it's like, I, I'm nowhere even close to either one of those sides. No. But the reality is, is this guy is out there slinging it. And I feel like the majority of people are on the disrespectful side. And I feel like I, I got to be a little bit of a devil's advocate because this kid is a really freaking good quarterback right now. And it, I don't know if it matters who's on his team. It certainly helps him, but I, I think he would have been better than a lot of starting quarterbacks in the exact same situations in different teams this year. You put him yeah, on the it, Saints this year. I mean, dude, like, you know, I get yeah, that's that's you know, I don't think Andy Dalton in that situation. I think the 49ers are still good. That that's my opinion. Uh, the Saints even won some games and were close in some games. They shouldn't have been. And you have Taysom Hill running at tight end. Now I think he's underrated, but you get the idea. Like it's not George Kittle. Michael Thomas is clearly falling off. Um. And I will say this, though. Would Zach Wilson Dome's situation this season have success? Absolutely not. And you think of, like, really you bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. I yeah, had no, And I'll, I'll let you take it away because uh, I'm running out of garbage quarterbacks to compare to. But in terms of Brock Purdy, um, look, he looks better. Like, we saw what Geno Smith did this year after years of sitting and, you know, coaching and whatnot. And for a guy to come out, his rookie year as Mr. Relevant and do this, I'm not going to take it away from him. I, I think this, I don't even think it's a hot take though, given what you said, he's established himself at least in the chase Daniel role where like, he's got a minimum 10, 15 season career. Like he's, Podcast. he's locked in. <laughs> <laughs> the getting, friendly GCU campus, folk. Yeah, we're getting campus shout out. Yeah. It's, it's thunder. Uh, it's a, it's a mascot. Oh, that's fantastic. No way. Oh, that hurts. Football on a podcast with my buddies. Represent. represent. Yes. 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 What is it? I can't right now. I I can't right now. Maybe later. I bet you. Yeah. Hey, there it is. (laughs) I found the merch. Nice thunder, my guy. It's all good, man. People are playing hard. Down there soon. Oh yeah, who they play? I don't even remember. I think it's Utah. Yeah, no, those basketball State. Are, their, their stadium's awesome, man. Like the energy and everything. But oh, sorry, no, I'll, I'll stop reminiscing. Yeah, Jake, uh, your opinion on Brock Purdy? <laughs> Football, yeah, yeah. My opinion on Brock Purdy is conducive to your guys. Is I mean, you look at what he's done: Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, like all of these top guys. Um, Justin Herbert, he's doing better than. Or as good as everyone else. The situation is great. Everything like that. Now you put a guy who is in the middle tier of the league. Let's say you put a – I'm trying to think. I guess you could say Andy Dalton, but he's kind of bad. But you could put <laughs> – you could put um, you put yeah, Tua in that situation. Tua, yeah. Yeah, you put, it, you put Tua in that situation and it's a total victory. Um, and they go – and they probably go further. But you don't know. Um, all I know is the eye test – prevails and wins in this case and Brock Purdy is possibly that guy 
of the future if he brings them to the Super Bowl and or wins it. Um, even the championship game, if they win this weekend, which, again, I think they will, it's the Cowboys. Um, yeah, that's kind of just – it's literally like when you guys said at the beginning of the year, oh, this guy got hurt. Is this a Tom Brady-esque situation? Um, I think this is the Tom Brady-esque situation. A valuable veteran gets hurt, and then a, a late-round guy, this guy happens to be Mr. Irrelevant, comes in with that amazing defense – does what he needs to do to win the game and he's going to go win a Super Bowl. I literally, I can't see anything. I don't see them running into um, Philly um, with Justin Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts, sorry. Jalen Hurts, okay. is he hurt? Is he healthy? We don't really know if the shoulders healed up he's the right the, way. He's and off then, the injury report, but yeah, you're right. We don't know. Yeah. And then you bring it into the fact that AFC, I mean, they're gunning at every level, but Joe Burrow and that offense just off this regular season looked good, but against the Ravens didn't look great. I mean, you can give you can chop that up to it's a divisional game, they're always going to be tough. And then Josh Allen didn't look great against the Dolphins again, divisional round matchup. You can chop that up there. We'll see what Patrick Mahomes looks like. Yeah, you say he's got you know Juju Smith Schuster, he's got uh Tony, they have uh McKinnon, um. But he's been making it happen with these guys. Purdy gets the guys that are the guys. Um, but I think it's going to be that Chiefs Niners rematch um, that we uh, from a few years ago. Mm. Purdy's good. Purdy's good. That's all I want to say. Is Purdy is just long story short, he's good. Yeah, and what's the crazy part is, and we'll talk more about this after the season's over. But I still feel like they're going to get to camp next year, and Trey Lance is going to get his shot. Like it doesn't he's matter. Get a shot. Happens, I really, I, th- I think he should because he brings more to the table. If he can throw the ball just as good as Purdy and then add the running game, I see mm-hmm. the vision. You know, but that's that's you conversation say, for another day. But go you ahead. say that, but the way I saw him scramble out of pressure um, in that first half against San Francisco, that reminded me of like Prime Wilson, Russell Wilson, just scrambling out doing some three sixties in the Purdy? backfield. Yeah, Purdy. Okay. Like that reminded me of Prime Russell Wilson, and then finding the outlet guy in the flat. Um, I don't disagree. For a touchdown. So I it's don't. like he he's got that, you know. He's I mean, chop it up. He's a he's a white guy. Are they at that athletic compared to the rest <laughs> of them? And he's skinny. So, but no, he's like he's an athlete. He's a baller, you know. And like you said, I think yeah. a couple of weeks ago, this might change the way scouts look at drafting quarterbacks in smaller schools. Because talent is everywhere, and this is just showing. So, I hope it's I'm a great right. story. I hope I'm right because I, I really do stand by that take. Uh, if he wins the Super Bowl, that is, and, and yeah. we're, we're already seeing the Will Levis hype train starting to pick up, and I, I'm not buying it. Zach but, Wilson um, 2.0. What is going on here? <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't. You know, if he gets put in the right situation, that's not the case. But regardless, right. let's, let's move to Saturday night. Uh, Chargers, Jaguars. Christian, take the floor. Uh, dissect this game for us. What, what's your your reaction here? <laughs> All right, so I'll just give you uh, what happened. All right, this is this was my Saturday night. I was a uh, dog sitting with the lady. Um, we were watching <laughs> the guys. His name was Capone. All right, and we were about a uh, I don't know a quarter into that game, and T Law looked like garbage. So. I started to nod off, man. I was, you know, just cuddle up and, uh, you know, I wake up 
like halfway through the core third quarter. I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. Go get some food. Oh, you know what? I should check the game. Like she was watching like uh, some, you know, reality stuff on Netflix. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's coming back a little bit. I go to Burger King, pick up, you know, some, some burgers, whopper, some whopper, whopper. Pies. Yeah. whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not sponsored by Burger King. But it, <laughs> I get back and I check my phone. I'm like, wait, this is a game. And so I put it on and the collapse. I, I've never, well, first of all, I don't know if Brandon Staley still his job today. I, I thought does. At, at some point he'd get canned within you know a 48 hour window um but wow uh, that was i don't it was electric it, it sucks that now they have to go into arrowhead because i'd like to see this team play on um i, I think they're gonna be extremely good next year and it's just some of the plays that doug peterson was drawing up i know the the fourth and one game oh, loved really it. highlighted so wow um great. and it, yeah, and people were really saying that, like, because they saw Asante Samuel Jr. was, like, not good tackling-wise. They they had that play in, like, their back pocket and stuff like that, but that's what a Super Bowl-winning coach does. And, uh, well, I'd say he's he's already got one. And um, I'm not saying a Jaguar Super Bowl is in the near future, but they definitely got this higher right, especially in terms of you have – I would say similar to a prospect in Andrew Luck and Trevor Lawrence from what I've seen so far. Um, yeah. He's like already become very – he's not sloppy with the football. Even with like our elite guys like Josh Allen, even Stafford won a Super Bowl leading the league in picks. Like it's – I got to give that Jaguars team a, a lot of credit. They are going to be in, in – already my prediction to win the South next year, but they're going to be – some, but they're going to be somebody, man. I, I, we keep, I feel like looking for the next Bengals. Uh, I had the Dolphins in mind, but after seeing what I saw with the Jags, maybe they're it. But I want to rebuttal that. If yes, playing, I would like to. If, yes. if two is playing the way that Josh Allen and the Bills played, do the you Dolphins think they win, win that, that game? game? I think they do. Yeah, I 100%. Mm-hmm. I think they do. Skyler Thompson is atrocious. He, he was actually like. It, yes, you can't expect a whole lot from a guy like that, but stat line wise, there's no way Tua is anything close to that bad. So the fact the game was close, I actually will concur with you that the Dolphins probably would have moved on. So we would be looking at a very different script for this AFC playoff picture. And that's why I'm actually excited to see your guys take on the uh, Bills this weekend. Um, but yeah, in terms of what you saw, Chargers, Jags, I will yeah. uh, give, you, for me, give you guys the floor. For me, I don't want to cut you off, Caleb. If you want to go ahead, go ahead. But no, you can go. You know where I'm. I, you, I got a lot to say. So you know what uh, I'm about I, to go. I know I'm gonna have to rebut. You know, you guys ever see those memes before you go, Jake? You ever see those memes where it's like, who's that NFL player that you're defending like this? And it's like a, a mountain of words. And I think, oh yeah, oh, that yeah. guy is uh, becoming Justin Herbert. So just out of uh, nowhere. With and the floor, go ahead and I'm gonna wait because Chen had to go away. Chen had to take a little break. So I want, I want him to hear this. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to the Dolphins here real quick. Yeah. And we were on the same page. We're all on the same page as everybody. Yeah. Skylar Thompson played horribly. I think I turned the game off at the third quarter just because I knew somehow Josh was gonna come back and win it. Um, and just some of these throws he was making. I'm like, this is just this is hard to watch. They couldn't have found a guy off the streets like 
They couldn't have went and got Fitz Magic. I mean, come on. That guy is definitely ready to put on a suit and go play. Um, they could have done something better. And I, and then I don't know if it was this game or what, but when you – that uh, – I forget the coach. What's his name? Um, uh, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniels. I keep yeah. thinking of Josh McDaniels, but Mike McDaniels. When his, when we saw him with the, the little vape, <laughs> yeah. vape yeah, head. I saw that. You know, I mean, maybe some of the plays were getting out there a little discombobulated, and <laughs> and he didn't know, and he didn't, and he couldn't hear him. So maybe there was a little bit of that. But and my take overall is that yeah, the the Dolphins could have played better and would have won. Um, now that Chen's back, yeah, I got to get into, I got to get into my Chargers here. So <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you guys know, or I don't know if Chen knows, but I have conversations with Caleb. Pretty regularly, especially when the Chargers fail, makes me happy. I just don't know why. <laughs> I, I just it's not that I hate the Chargers. I love Philip Rivers. I mean, he's a great guy, nice Christian man at a Christian school. You know, fits the bill. You know, I just like he's a good guy, good guy. But I just hate Herbert. I just oh, can't wow. stand it. I just can't. Um. You gotta and at I'm least so explain happy. why, because I've actually never. Yeah, I will explain why. I will explain yeah. why. I'm just so you see the my face right now. It's just got so much just happiness to it because I can finally put my take out there. Um, there's a few reasons. Um, number one, and this is the lesser reason. I just want to get this one out there. Is he he, he stole the rookie of the year from Jefferson? That's just one of them. Mm. That's just one thing. Okay. Oh, quarterback award. Um, Jeff Jefferson did his something historic, 1,400 yards as a rookie, and that was still when we played 16 games. Imagine it, and he didn't even start the first two games of that season. I digress on that point. Um, well, I mean, I can tell you why he didn't start if you want me to. It's Mike Zimmer, 100%. No, there was he didn't, he rookies don't play. play. He didn't know the playbook. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, but well, yeah, I mean, that, Justin Herbert started because of that's a the punctured, reason, punctured lung. I mean. Tyrod Taylor got screwed. Come on, on no one's talking about that. We're on a tangent, but yeah. Anyway, that's, that's anyway. what I've heard about why Jefferson didn't start the first two games of his. Record. Anyway, besides that point, we got a little inside scooper over here with Caleb. Um, <laughs> Keep it on the but, down, guys. You look at Herbert's record; <laughs> it's nothing to write home about. His rookie year, seven nine. They were nine and eight last year, and I think they finished nine and eight again this year. I mean, he's at five hundred or barely above. Um, in, in this case, he's one game above 500 as his career. And now he goes and loses a playoff game up 27-0, I think. Is, let me check my – yeah, yeah, 27-0. Yeah. Uh, um, you can get plays called in um, and all that. Like, you can blame it on the on the offensive coordinator, the play caller, for not doing a great job. But when you're up 27 nothing and you can't execute plays for a whole second half, uh, regardless if you're on the road or not. Um, and you can – I mean, like, the Colts did it. I mean, this is just just a gross – it's just a gross thing, especially in the playoffs. 27-0, third greatest comeback of all time. That should have been a 45-14 to 14 game with, you know, Justin Herbert being the godsend of a generation. I mean, it's not – he's Kirk Cousins 2.0. Oh he's baby God. Kirk. He's oh, he's God. young baby Kirk. If he doesn't have Kirk, the coach, Kirk, dude, Kirk if Justin, I'm sorry. If Justin Herbert had Justin Jefferson, he would have got to 2,000 yards this year. 
Would he have won the playoff game? I don't think so. Yes, I don't think so. Go on. I'll let you finish. Yeah, their defense. Their defense ranked near the bottom. Um, they didn't have. I mean, they had. Their. Their their run game was okay at the end of the season. Eckler's a god. I'm I'm putting the screen game, as a as a. Part of the run that's, game, counts fair. as run. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm going here. Eckler was the MVP of that team. I think at the end of the day, without Eckler making the plays he did near the end of the stretch, they don't make the playoffs and they miss it. Um, that's just my personal take. I've never been a Herbert guy. He's a numbers guy. Everyone's got every generation's got a numbers guy. This is their. This is this generation's numbers guy. This is their. Philip Rivers, he's gonna that get you sixty thousand. That could be true. I'll give you that. When it all said and done, I don't know if yeah. it's gonna win a championship or do anything significant if he stays in the Chargers. But in terms of this game and why I, I really have a hard time putting this on Herbert, they get up twenty-seven to zero. From that point on, they had negative three rushing yards for the rest of the game. That's not on Justin Herbert, man. That's no. on Brandon or, or uh, Joe Lombardi, who's already gone. Um, they struggle to run the ball all year. The extended run game with the screen game and why Eckler's a touchdown god and a fantasy legend, uh, that's partially Justin Herbert's uh, thing or credit. Uh, I do agree. The, the quarterback does take blame when you, when you have a situation like this. But um, look, I, I, all your disdain for Justin Herbert, I share in the exact same way for Brandon Staley. So I actually know exactly where you're coming from. I just direct it in a different place when it comes to watching this Chargers team. Um, but they get up 27 to 0, man. He threw they were up 27 to 0 in the first half. He threw the ball 43 times. Eckler had 13 rushes and Joshua Kelly had 7. They ran the ball 20 times compared to nearly 50 or 43 passes, sorry. But uh, they pass the ball twice as much. When you get up that much that should not be the case. But they can't run the ball. On top of that, and I think we can all agree, Keenan Allen, uh well, we can talk about the Mike Williams decision because he apparently broke his back in week 18. So <laughs> He was nice job, Staley. Yeah, th- we Way can have go. that. We can have that discussion too on why this also this, this falls solely on Brandon Staley. Um, but the reality is, this is Keenan Allen. I think we can all agree took a step back this year. Uh, we don't know if he's ever going to be on the field. Uh, Herbert, he he he's not going to do anything. I agree, he's a numbers guy until he can get some offensive help <laughs> because he's got none. And then their defense uh, just completely disappeared in the second half. Um, I think Staley came out with a great defensive game plan. He's a defensive guy. Uh, obviously, you get four first-half interceptions. I mean, that's a pretty good game plan. But uh, I hear where you're coming from, but I really don't know. Herbert didn't do anything to lose this game. Uh, they had one three and out in the second half. They were moving the ball. They just could yep. not. I, I don't, they missed a kick. Uh, then they made the second one. Uh, the reality is, is you don't win games, and we just had this discussion, you don't win playoff games in January if you can't run the ball. And negative three rushing yards from the time that you get up four scores or 27 points is just atrocious, man. That's just absolutely atrocious. And your superstar finishes the day with 13 carries for 35 yards. I don't care about the two touchdowns. I don't. That 13 carries for 35 yards is unacceptable. Um, you know, team average of just under three yards of carry is unacceptable. Uh, when you have to throw the ball that much, you're, you're not going to win a lot of games. Go look at the Vikings. It's the same, you know. Same, they, they got away from running the game, running the ball like they have been. Go look at the Bucks, right? Uh, you're not going to win playoff games. So um, it's not a good time to be a Justin Herbert uh, defender, but uh, I will do the best of my ability. But um, how about the Jaguars? 
Um, and I'll go first on this one. Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, man, this is one of the best games I've ever watched. Uh, to see a young quarterback in his first playoff game, after rallying to win the division, show up and throw four first-half interceptions, then turn around and throw for nearly 304 touchdowns in the second half. The absolute gall that that takes is absolutely unbelievable. And this guy, I, I'm sorry, you have another big a big Mount Rushmore type guy contending in the AFC every year from now on, so long as he stays paired with Doug Peterson. It's going to be, we always say, oh, it's Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Throw in Lawrence, man. Throw in Lawrence, because they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I don't think it's this year. We'll talk about the, them going into Arrowhead. But when they get Calvin Ridley, look out, because that's all they're missing is that number one superstar weapon. Yep. Hmm. I got nothing else to say with that. I mean, you summed that up perfectly. Um, and I love that you hate the Charger situation. Just in a different spot. I wish we could see eye to eye here. Uh, but no, I, I 100% I agree with that. Especially that Calvin Ridley. I mean, that trade at the time was like, oh, well, what? The guy's not going to play until next year. Look where they're at right now. They're in the hunt. I mean, they made that trade looking like they were just ready to prepare for next season. You know, throw the cleats in the locker box on the bottom of the thing, you know, whatever, and just ride or die, get a, get a top pick. Um, but no, they rallied. Doug Peterson, great coach. I didn't like how he finished in uh, Philadelphia. I thought that whole thing kind of sucked, but I mean, he's redemption here. Um, and I, and I just like, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Just like a, the underdog franchise. I mean, Dude, they haven't if, had anybody. If Doug Peterson wins Philly's first Super Bowl ever, and then goes to Jacksonville and does it. I'm sorry, we have to have a discussion with him as the greatest coach of all time. These are two of the all worst of fame resume right there. The historically worst franchises ever yep. in the playoffs. Man, collapses after collapses. Uh, and yep. if he if he does it right now, and you know this is going on the tangent that he wins wins in Jacksonville, which is a lot to ask. But bro got Nick Foles a statue. I, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. already kind of like, yeah, wow, he, this, this guy's up there. <laughs> yeah, Doug Peterson is Tom Brady's grandpa. I mean, it's literally what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they totally have Thanksgiving together. I would not be shocked. <laughs> Christian, uh, your thoughts on Jacksonville's uh, rally and future? Oh, no. I, I kind of, you know, brushed on it earlier. Like, they, they're set up. It really is just the, the best way to put it. Uh, if I was crafting like a Madden franchise, I'd be cool with this team right now. A lot of young superstars that are only going to get better. Uh, you got your coach, which what I mean, I guess not to spend too much more time on it, but what would you add to this team? I, I mean, you can add whatever defensively veteran wise, but like internal improvement like i even think i mean they're good they're rusher. stacked they have a great linebacker josh allen as an edge rusher yeah. their def- yeah their run game is solid um i mean maybe add a safety or a corner i mean you can never have enough of that and then right. just yeah they're they're set <laughs> until you have yeah. to sure up the Trevor defense Morris. and that's really all you got to do like it, it in terms of like what you can do you got your Position groups in terms of skill wise, got it. Ingram, Kirk, Ridley, and then I got a TN. I got a receipt here. I don't want to cut you off, but the receipt states yeah. that maybe Davis Mills is a better prospect than yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. 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 Hey, you know what? hey, at the time, 
No, the receipts it was a prior to said receipt. No, it was never. It was a terrible time. Time. Never. There's the no stats, the stats in the numbers no. were there. They were no, there. They were. I'm going to stand go, by it. Guys, go listen to the podcast. I read the numbers and they weren't even there. <laughs> they were. We are, Wait, Trevor Lawrence had, I think, a pick or more. Put that one up there with Marcus Smart over Zach Levine, and we're in the same boat. All right. That's <laughs> sometimes not the same we say boat. that is not sometimes the we same say boat. things that are really bad. And, uh, and I'm gonna stand by mine, bro. I, like, and even if it's like bad per se, like we knew the Lovey Smith situation, we knew the Texans this were trying amazing. to lose, so and Davis amazing. Mills is still a ball. Like he's at least a top twenty quarterback. He's better than Mariota. Right off the gate, better than whoever the Saints have. I could probably keep going. Like he's oh, literally not in the Red Rocket. I'm not think of poverty He's not better than Andy Dalton, man. I think Davis Mills would there love are, to have Kamara and Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas. There are quarterbacks who are not playing right now that uh, are better than Davis Mills. If the, Josh that's, McCown, that's a, I would take opinion. Josh okay, McCown. Okay. I would pump the brakes on Josh. Over. I was morally referring to Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm, okay, I'm he, Josh McCown's kind of fire, bro. He, he's got a fire. I think he could still play. Every he's time he plays, he's good. Okay, we're he's moving on. Uh, Jake touched on Bills Dolphins, but uh, Christian, your thoughts here? I mean, they only one by three. Right. I think that's kind of the. Uh, well, we'll get into those picks, but I have two upset picks of the week in terms of uh, Vegas odds. Um, Bills Bengals. I, I don't really think you can say somebody's a favorite just because Bills have home field. I mean, both teams were, in my opinion, unimpressive. I understand both played divisional matchups, uh, but like the Bengals didn't really score and as much, you know, as I think they would. And Bills were just sloppy, plain and simple. They, they've just been sloppy. Um, if they don't clean it up, they will lose to the Bengals. But yeah, in terms of Dolphins, like next year is, is going to be the year. They got their coach. They just need a quarterback. They need to know who their quarterback is going each week. Like it, it was like, every, yeah, week to week. It's like it's Tua, and then it's, oh, it's Tua and he's concussed. And then it's Teddy Bridgewater, and then he gets hurt, and it's Skylar Thompson. And then, well, maybe it's Bridgewater. Maybe it's Tua. You can't do that all year, especially in the playoffs. Um, the, the fact it was close just really speaks volumes and the fact that. The Dolphins are set up for the future. It's just, you know, Buffalo, Bengals, I think uh, one of those teams is probably going to go. I think one of those teams might get to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to get past Kansas City, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Future outlook, when you said quarterback-wise for next year, how do we think about um, the Mike McDaniels and the – crap. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo um, connection there. Bring him in as a backup. If if Why you not? have this tool problem where he's hurt every year um, so far and he's getting these concussions every other week, um, one, a human being can't sustain that many concussions, um, let, let alone like all the little mini concussions that you're going to get in just basic practice or just games in general that you're just not going to report that obviously aren't going to be looked at or seen by the public eye. Yep. Do, you, do they bring in a guy like, Jimmy Garoppolo, who has that connection with Mike McDaniels, his former OC, just in case. I mean, he's got – Jimmy Garoppolo has the – just the, the embodiment of a Miami quarterback. Just looking – I mean, oh. 
It's just the just the style of the city. I mean, you could see him there. Oh, um, oh yeah. Playing in the oh weather. Gosh. You know, fits every bill, man. But you know, but you know, I just I think that could be a possible outlook. But in terms of the game, if we're going into the game picks. I mean, yeah, there's Bengals Bills. I mean, I have I have Bengals. I mean, the way that that defense, the way that that defense looked um, last week, or the Bengals looked just elite, like they're primed to win a Super Bowl. And that offense didn't look great, but again, chop that up to a divisional round matchup. Yeah, um, what's your thoughts on Bengals Ravens? Are you just chopping it all up, and we can we can all yeah, I'm just, just chopping it up chopping to that up divisional to division matchup. Division uh, matchup. And then my I'm favorite at. quarterback, if Lamar's in and he's healthy, no sprained, um, I think PCL, Ravens win. They win. They don't fumble the ball. The, the Sam Hummer 98 yard touchdown. Like, yeah, yeah that was they still don't still fumble the game. ball on the goal line like they did. They, they're they in. So, yeah. but, but in this yeah. case, yeah. I give the Bengals the edge just because I feel like Joe has that it, I'm going to win it factor. Um, even though Josh is great, I just he was there. Josh hasn't been there, right? The Bengals were in the same situation last year, surprised the world. Um, and they were half a second away from winning the Super Bowl. Um, if their O line was just that better, you know, they would have had that touchdown. Jalen Ramsey was on the dirt. Um, that's one of the things I replay in my head, like sports plays. Like what could have been sports plays that replays in my head all the time. Um, I'm a big Jimmy or Jimmy Joe Burrow fan, so I think I think we're going in with a a Bengals victory over the uh, the Bills. It's gonna be an upset. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on that one. Last game, and we'll get into our picks, like our official picks. But last game, uh, Cowboys Bucks from Monday night. Your guys' thoughts here. Um, and I forgot I, about I this think- game. I'm yeah, sorry. I forgot about lot, this game. There's a lot to forget. Um, I do want it on the record. Uh, I texted Christian on Friday and decided to change my pick to the Cowboys. Yep. Christian can vouch for me yeah. on that. I vouch too. Um, yeah. oh, I guess I texted Jake too. And my reasoning yep. behind it was uh, the entire public was on Tampa Bay. Oh, and I felt like it was bait. So I was right. <laughs> oh, was. dude. If it's Tom Brady, bro, I'll take the bait. I. I've been burned too many by the likes of Brady and LeBron that anytime I bet against them, I lose. So until they are in the nursing home, I'm not going to bet against them. Cowboys, yeah, I mean, first road playoff win in 27 years. Is yeah. there anything you guys next week or no? No. <laughs> they're no. done. It was, it was a great moral victory, but they're done. Uh, I mean, if there's – they lost to San Fran last year. They're gonna lose this year, man. Oh my! There's no chance. No, no way. <laughs> I mean, that was the coolest no game, way. and it was in Dallas. It was in Dallas last year. Yeah. Like I, no chance, man. So with the switch for those keeping score at home, uh, me and Christian are still tied. Uh, are you both... kidding me? <laughs> yeah, with, with the Cowboys switch, you yep. got the Giants. I got the Cowboys. We got the oh, game right. Uh, Jake actually picked. He lost on the Seahawks, Vikings, and Bucks. He hit on the other three. three. Uh, so four and two because um, oh. there's seven games. But me and Christian, 165 and 112 for the both of us. So we're still all locked up and all square. 
headed into the divisional. I can't believe it. Love it. Um, this, hey, if this this might be, you guys might your Super Bowl might be the deciding factor here. Like the Super Bowl, yeah. might predict who wins this. So that's that's, that's a I good point. I didn't that, think about dude. that. Wow, it's like technically weak. What are the odds of this? I wow. don't I don't know. This I is love quite it. the quite the race headed down. But that takes us, Chen. I'll give you the floor. Jaguars going into Arrowhead. Who you got? Oh, well, I did pick the Chiefs to make this Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, so I'd be a clown and not ride with that, especially with my Davis Mills backlash and you restore some of my <laughs> reputation. So, uh, yeah, I'll just uh, ride with that, say I called it. And, uh, I mean, look, it's the Chiefs. You got Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. They, it's what they do. Um, yeah, it's the Jags. I really think that they're, they're bad, you know, could be – bad beat is going to be in the conference championship whoever gets out um i'm curious because i believe they lost to both cincinnati and buffalo this year if i'm not mistaken um i do remember them losing to the bills for sure but uh yeah i, I don't think i love what the jags do i just don't think they, they get past this chiefs team there's just not enough experience plain and simple chiefs have been there for years i mean they're always in this position it's, really fresh territory for the Jags since the uh, Blake Bortles era. That's fair. Jake? No, go ahead. Uh, I'll yeah. go last on this one. Okay, you go last. That means you're probably taking the Jaguars. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a little bit on the fence. I'm a lot closer than you guys, but the reality is this is a nine-point spread, and I'd be a fool Ooh. to bet against the Chiefs. In Arrowhead, um, I'm very tempted to take Jacksonville. I really am very high on them right now. They're the hottest team in the AFC, maybe in the entire playoffs, except for San Francisco. But to bet against the Chiefs in Arrowhead in the playoffs, if they're not playing Tom Brady, I think it's dumb. So I'm going Kansas City. All right. We're swinging over to me. Yeah. Now, you guys do think do I'm what going I could, Do here. what I didn't have the strength to do. You guys just think I'm going upset here. And the truth is, I'm not. No, I'm not. You wanted it. The fans probably wanted it. Everyone loved it. Underdog. But I went with the, I don't know, I went the underdog route last week. I mean, didn't work out for me. So I'm sticking here. Um, The public had other people winning. I had them losing. So I'm sticking with the public. But I also want to say this. Divisional round has a place in my heart for eternity because moi, this guy here, was at the Chiefs Bills game last year. And that game I remember that. was historic. It was I can't amazing. believe you're actually there. Yeah. It was beautiful. This kid when just Tyreek like... screamed across the field. And we were my dad even like bucked up and got some good seats. We were in the hundred level, right behind like right in the end zone area. Like holy shit, like good seats. Excuse my language, <laughs> but I mean this warrants yeah, it. Worth um beautiful, beautiful game. And it's 35 degrees. Chiefs fans were great. I was wearing my Stefan Diggs Bills jersey, but I got some uh, hot chocolate <laughs> from some Chiefs fans. Just great guys, great environment. But the Tomahawk Chop prevails. Um, that's their little slogan. Every it's like the skull chant, but they go Tomahawk Chop. Yeah, I absolutely that. love it. Chiefs win here. Um, cover the spread, nine points. Wow. I don't know. I think it's going to be close. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I'm taking. Yeah, a, I don't I, think. I will be taking Jackson. Yeah, they cover. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's a it's huge it's spread for a playoff. That's yeah, a it's lot. huge. It's huge. That's like. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Jeez, it's. Man. 
it's crazy that I'm doing this, but yeah, I'm taking them. I really think that they the Jaguars could with the momentum they have, but again, it's Patrick Mahomes. Tell you from me otherwise. Um, and then like you said earlier, you're you're taking Brady until he goes to the nursing home. I'm taking Brady in the nursing home. He might outlive everyone in the nursing home. Him and Bingo, him and Croquet, whatever you call it, Brady's winning. So it's just I yeah, all right, I got my all right, all right. So yeah. Giants going into Philadelphia. Your guys' thoughts. Yeah, anyone else can go first. All right, I'm gonna go first. I got the bad blood here. Um truthfully though, I like the Giants. What's not to like about it? You know, I could sat, I could have sat here, and everyone could have been like, "Oh, Vikings fans gonna cry and moan and hate the Giants." No, I, I love the Giants. Still not taking them though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Eagles. They have the team. They have the unit. Um, but again, it's a divisional matchup, and especially in the divisional round, this is, um, it's a night game too next Sunday night. So this is gonna be America's watching. This is prime time. This is gonna be. A beautiful game. I think it's close, closer than I don't know what Vegas has it, but I think it's closer than what Vegas is going to have it at. And I think, um, I think it's a field goal. I really do. I think it comes down to a field goal. Um, nothing too, um, too large of a victory there. Saquon has a day. Daniel Jones has a day. I don't know if they're going to go as great in the air as they did against the Vikings. Um, we couldn't stop a nosebleed. Um, so it's just, yeah, I, I got. I got Eagles by three, but it's close. It's close. Okay. Christian. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that I was going to be close because, uh, you know, I always have one of these, the uh, upset of the week. Oh, you got and, uh... <laughs> taking my thunder. <laughs> what? Oh. No way. I, I thought I was biased because my brother-in-law is a Giants fan. I, I, but in terms of the legitimacy of it, we just harped on – Really, the Bengals and Bills being contenders and struggling with, well, division opponents. And we all know this is going to be a very close game, whether it's in Philly or not. Jalen Hurts, we haven't seen him, you know, in terms of, like, full strength. Uh, I guess week 18 against the Giants backups who, oh, that's right. That game was actually kind of close. And uh, the Daniel Jones era... It's been it's pretty begun. great in terms of begun. lately. He just went over 300 yards. Um, yeah, I would agree that the Vikings defense is nothing close to the Eagles, but in the same breath, they were able to throw the football, and that's something we haven't seen all year. Um, as long as the Giants kind of stay true to what they are, they have the ability to pass. They've been able to hang with anybody. Uh, I'm not – am I shocked, like, if – you know, they get blown out, not necessarily because it's the Eagles are clearly in terms of roster, talent, whatever, a better team. But uh, we've seen this a lot in the playoffs before. And the Giants do this like every couple, maybe like five, six, I don't know how many years. Usually it's when Brady's still around, but they just get good for some reason. It's like a low seed. And it, it bothers me, especially the <laughs> 2007, like, that was the last probably good chance we're gonna have like an undefeated team, especially the way players are with resting and whatnot. And we got robbed of it because of the Giants. So like, as much as it's just weird, it it's history. It, it's history. We see with like the Vikings, even the Packers with their garbage first round exits lately. Like, you can't deny history. And so I'm gonna go with the Giants. 
and i might look like a bozo but yeah i yeah a lot uh, of things are just pointing to the giants this week so this this right now and this might be a hot take but i think uh, whoever wins this game comes out of the nfc um i i think uh, these are my two favorite teams in the nfc nobody's hot on the eagles right now and i really don't know why i I really i mean what more could they have done this year to improve everybody's nervous about hurts i think if they either show up and they blow out the giants and then they go to the super bowl they beat san francisco and they go to the super bowl uh and for all the reasons that you just said that the giants might do it uh, i'm taking it a step further i think that if they can beat the eagles they can beat the Niners, and they can go to the Super Bowl. This is just what the Giants do. They sneak into the playoffs, they win three road games, and then they go win a Super Bowl for no reason at all, and then they disappear for Classic. five seasons and do it all over again. I, it's truly incredible. Um, for the sake of the game, I think I'm going to take the Eagles here. I originally was going to take the Giants because I thought it was going to differ from you, but I, I am going to take the <laughs> Eagles here. Um, they're a seven and a half point favorite, but I, I really wanted to take the Giants. But for the sake of our game, I would definitely the take them, man. Spread, if you feel geez. that strongly, just take them. No, Be bold. No, no, no. Be no. bold. Guys, 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 guys. When Christian takes a risk, I can't take it with him. Okay. I need him to either die on that hill or, or live on that hill. This is strategy, man. It's strategy. I think it's going to be close enough that I'm perfectly fine going the other way, if that makes sense. But I do know it's very hard to beat a team three times in one season. And considering, mm-hmm. like he said, they won by eight points two weeks ago uh, when they were playing their starters. Davis <laughs> Webb. <laughs> yeah. So, um, look, I'll go with the Eagles, but I wouldn't be shocked. Um, so, I'm guessing Jake said he's on the Bengals. I am Bills. too. Oh, yeah. I'm on the Bengals too. Okay. Uh, I'll be the guy to say it. You get the Bills at home. I'm taking the Bills at home. Okay. And we talk about how the Bills – struggled last week and they did against a divisional opponent the Bengals did too guys like it's not like that burrow played this master class game like trevor lawrence did where he looked incredible he threw for 200 yards and one touchdown Mixon. this is my number one concern the Bengals lost another o-lineman in this game they're now going to be starting another five that they haven't a new combination which they've done however many weeks in a row this year right um and Mixon had 30 rushing yards now the number one thing on how to win games in the playoffs, run the ball. So I'll take the home field. I'll take the Bills here. Um, it, it's a it's a tragedy that we didn't get to see this game a couple weeks ago, right? Um, but I'm also riding with a, a little bit of the Cinderella story here when it comes to the Bills going to the Super Bowl in the AFC uh, based on what happened in that last time, the Bengals and the Bills. I, I could see the Bills finally getting over their Super Bowl woes of the 90s uh, in honor of DeMar Hamlin. But maybe I'm just – You're seeing the problem here, right? What? The idea that we're currently tied. No way. If any of you guys pick the Cowboys, be my guest. And we both just split on Eagles, Giants, and Bengals, Bills. And I guarantee you we're going to split. I don't know which way, but I I almost would put money down. Like, whoa, whoa, it's going to split. Whoa. And we're going to go into conference championships no tied again. That we split. There is no man. guarantee, but this is how the seasons went. It is. Hey, this is how, I'm not telling you to change your pick. I'm just telling you, you're like, this is exactly like we are going to line up to the Super Bowl and have to pretty much flip a coin for who gets what team to decide who gets <laughs> these picks because this is typical. This is typical. Yeah, I, I don't know, Jake, if you have any more to add on the game itself. I just loved what the Bengals were doing before the, you know, 
Demar Hamlin situation, and right. it, it's we've seen it, you know, right. from them. Um, but I'll give you the the floor. way I look at it is the Bills and their prominent great defense allowed thirty one points to a seventh round quarterback who's trash. Um, somehow they got mm-hmm. thirty one up on the board, um, mm-hmm. or thirty whatever it ended up being, and. The equalizer, the great ultimate equalizer, as I said it earlier in the game, is defense in the run game. And on it, obviously, that Joe Mixon in the run game hasn't been great, but they allowed defense 17 points. Look, so, I'll say this you guys are chopping up the Ravens close games, a divisional matchup. And all of a hey, sudden, when I, I said do it the same both. thing with the, the Dolphins, it's a bad chop it up. Chop it up. Both teams yeah. started a backup quarterback. And, and, and if you harp down hard on stopping Josh Allen from using his legs and he just has to throw it, that's fine because the Bills themselves don't have another option at running back. Yeah, right? They're running back. I disagree. They've been very good in the last six weeks uh, in traditional running. I wish I could pull up the advanced stats, but they, in my opinion, they've taken a step. I've uh, seen a lot of James Cook highlights, so I yeah. could be wrong. I could be wrong. I but, don't disagree. Um, like the, the core of the take is still there, but I do think that they have taken a step forward when it comes to literally giving the ball to the running back and not just letting Josh Allen do absolutely everything. Right. But Again, look, I'm just, guys, I'm hard I, on my take. We Bills or Bengals win. I want them to beat the Chiefs, man. Like I like the Bills and the Bengals a lot more than I like the Chiefs uh, going back to the Super Bowl again. So um, <laughs> I, to me, that's just, you know, just personal bias. But uh, okay, are we all taking the 49ers? Yeah, we don't got to spend any time on this. <laughs> Cowboys not only a curse. I don't What's even crazy what is this is the closest spread. This is the closest. Well, I don't know what the Bills Bengals. Bills Bengals is. This is San Fran yeah, minus four. It would be. It would be because I feel like the the general public like has that Brock Purdy like hesitation. But like as we've touched on before, um, the, the NFL just combine in general the way they evaluate QBs and even the draft process needs to be reevaluated. Oh, yeah. And uh, just watching this guy play, we, we know what's coming. Uh, Ripped guys in shorts classic. throwing footballs needs to stop yeah. being the way we <laughs> analyze quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I got nothing on. to add. I got no, it's, I'm excited just to see the Cowboys crash and burn like they do, I don't know, since the 90s. So. Yeah, the the pigs will fly before the before the America America's team gets back to the end. Yeah, who decides so, that? Oh my um, gosh! Okay, the Vikings will make a Super Bowl before America's team gets there. Yeah, so no. I'll even agree um, with that. I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> I don't disagree though. But all right, that takes us to fantasy frenzy. So recapping last week. Oh boy. Uh, this was uh it ended up not being very close, Christian. Uh you had 151, I had 121. You hit on basically wow. everything except Keenan Allen, who still had 12 points. Um TJ Hawkinson was a big yeah. hit for you. Um mm. Saquon yeah. had 27 points. Um, but that you have about a hundred point margin uh going into the divisional round. So I'm gonna have to make up points. Uh, I can't catch you in wins anymore. Um, but I do get the first pick, and Jake will be oh, drafting a team it. with our leftover scraps. Um, yes. But I, I think you know who I'm taking. I'm taking Travis Kelsey uh, first overall. Maybe the last time I do it this year, but who, who knows? That's that's a shocker, man. Are you sure <laughs> yeah. you want Travis Kelsey at number yeah. one? Like you don't? I'll, I'll give you a do over. No, 
I'm good, man. Tickets. All right. All right. I guess I got to go somewhere if you really want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'll take, uh, you know what? I'm going to double down on my Bengals. Uh, I really think they're they're going to ball out. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Um, I, I'm just really confident in the fact. Like, it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, man. Like, at LSU in the playoffs, they did big things. In the NFL, I'm really expecting no different. Um, and it's really kind of rained true. So I'll lock in that wide receiver one right there. Um, kick it back to you. Yeah, I'll take Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> no hesitation. I mean, <laughs> you know, no, absolutely no hesitation. I'm surprised you even let him come back. Wow. Um, I, I like McCaffrey, man. I, I just don't think the Niners are going to throw it to him as much. I think the Cowboys are just – Yeah, he had 120 yards rushing coach. last week. So right, right, yeah, no, and I'm just saying, like, I know we do PPR scoring. Uh, I really think like Jamar is gonna have a, a, a massive day. I don't disagree. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase isn't a bad pick, but I, I, no, no, no. I'll, I, I I'll assess it. afterwards why I'm surprised. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to then snag up a running back here, so I don't get left in the dust. Uh, take Saquon just for the floor alone. Uh, especially I'm gonna take the Giants. He, he's gonna have to have a great day. So. Lock that out real quick. Very solid. I'm going to follow that up with Stephon Diggs. Get my wide receiver one out of the way. Um, mm. look, if I'm, if I'm going to ride with the Bills, and I do think Chase has a good day, but if I'm going to ride with the Bills, Diggs is going to have to have a good day too. So, No arguing on that. Um, and considering what he gave me last week, I'll roll with him again. Uh, C.D. Lamb. That else is... I don't want to say it's a sleeper pick, but it's like I feel like a lot of people when they think of coming to mind, it's not like off the top of your head has been amazing. He's been very good this year. So slot him in at wide receiver too. Solid pick. Uh, I'm going to go a little unconventional here, but this is a really big strategic play. Um, this might actually hinder Jake more than anybody, but I'm taking George oh, Kittle geez. for my flex. Uh, I don't think there's another good wide, another good tight end for take so i'm going to try and go for position dominance i guess i'll have to take evan ingram later um let's see it's flex running back flex running back you know what it's like this is pretty clear you know i didn't take them to win uh in my eyes they'll be down so they'll have to throw to aj brown and uh i'll lock him in as my flex We'll still keep searching for that RB2 and, uh, yeah, keep it going. That's a, that's a solid pick. That throws me off my game a little bit. I thought I'd be able to get him on the way back. But no, um, this is very, very, very interesting <laughs> strategy now. Very, very dicey. I have a guy that I might take as my wide receiver too, but I don't know. So I'm going uh, to grab my RB2 here. This is a, this is this is this is interesting, uh, and a very very risky play. But I'm going to take Miles Sanders mm-hmm. in what I believe could be um, a game where they need to run the ball. But uh, it was between him and, and a couple other guys. But go ahead. Okay, all right. No, I definitely hope they run the ball. Uh, I'll just go a little bit safer here. Take uh, Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, even. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, he wasn't gonna fall too much. Farther. I hope he'd slide, uh, man. I hope he'd slide. I, yeah, I don't know if I like uh, it. 
Uh-huh. He's been one of Trevor, Trevor Lawrence's best friends in terms of just college buddies, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, kick it back that to was you. Deke. God dang it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. I got to make, I got to make a choice here. Uh, and you know what, man, I, I'm going to play it safe. Give me Patrick Mahomes. I'm not thinking twice about my quarterback here. Uh, I can't go wrong taking Patrick Mahomes. So. Fair take. Fair take. I'll just follow up and go Josh Allen then. Um, I would express my concern with Jalen Hurts. I could get proved completely wrong here, but no, I'll I'll keep rolling with the guy in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna do something a little unconventional here. Well, it's not that unconventional, but um, I'm gonna take what I think could be a situation where a guy makes a lot of kicks because he's playing a solid defense. And since you're locked out a wide receiver, and that's all I need left, I'm gonna take Robbie Gould. Nice. Evan Ingram. Uh, let's go all in on the Jags this week. Why not, man? Hit on a hawk. Let's hit on Ingram. Uh, let me double check. I just want to make sure Robbie Gold like is healthy before I get burned. I, I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to grab my defense here. This was something that I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a little torn on what to do. I will not lie, but wow. um, it was between Cincinnati because Josh Allen's been a little meh with the football, but I'm riding Bills to win, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on Dak uh, having a bad day against the Niners defense. So uh, I'm taking the 49ers probably for the floor. So I'll take San Fran defense. Yeah, and I uh, wouldn't be surprised Dak cooking up some turnovers. That's that's a classic act. So I'll just I'll go with the opposite here. Uh, Bengals. Yeah, I, I, just, I like them. It's yeah, defensively, man. I don't, some teams that it's it's there. I would take Philly, but I also took the Giants to win. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna double it down. We'll, we'll go yeah. with the Bengals defense. Yeah, I'm also with the Kittle pick. It threw me off a little bit. Starving for a wide receiver too. The guys that come to mind are guys like Devonta Smith, who've had decent seasons um, with their team. But there's one guy who always seems to pop up in the playoffs. Man. Don't do it. Oh, I'm doing it, Jake. Take Devonta Smith. Jake. I'm sorry, Jake, but this guy had 113 last year. No. Last year in the divisional round, no. he had almost 250 and four touchdowns. No. So I'm taking Gabe Davis, man. I'm going oh. Diggs and Davis. Uh, for an eruption. Um, and T. Higgins did come to mind too, man, but he's been a little cold. So uh, Gabe Davis uh, for just another, hoping for another playoff eruption. He's really be, he's really becoming uh, like the Reggie Miller of fantasy playoffs, man. This shows up for no reason. The Jimmy Butler of the uh, fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to guess Graham Gano. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you just said it for me. <laughs> I didn't want to waste the oxygen if I didn't have to. <laughs> All right, Jake. All right. Who's ever left go. goes to you. What's left goes to me. It's great. Uh, we're going to start with quarterback. We're just going to go top down, start with quarterback. And QB1, I think the guy that has the best opportunity to put up points, we're just going to go Jalen Hurts. going to put it out there. Jalen Hurts. The number one fantasy quarterback on uh, regular yeah. season. So yeah. Regular season. So can't really – can't really argue that one. And then going into 
who you I thought you should have taken. Um, I'm going to go Devontae Smith. Um, okay. Playoffs, defenses take take cover of the main guy, and guy number two gets more ball. So kind of like Gabe I'm going to take Devontae Smith on that. And then with that, I'm going to go wide receiver two, and I'm going to be taking T. Higgins. Um, probably one of the best overall um, wide receiver twos um, in the league. So T. Higgins is my guy. Now, I really was hoping Travis Etienne could have stuck around. Um, so this really hurts my RB performance here. But I'm going to take Zeke as RB1. And because I see no other option, I'm going to have to either take, well, yeah, I'm taking Tony Pollard as RB2. I have to take <laughs> Oh, you know, wow. no Jared McKinnon love. Wow. Oh, hold up. I totally I, can I redo. Yeah, 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 go ahead. I meant to take, yeah, I meant I forgot he was on my list here. Yeah, Jared McKinnon. I, I do That's want to go I got that you. you. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been activated as far as I know. So I don't know if it's going to matter. I don't know if it matters, matter. but it, but it could. Yeah, he'll get a couple touches, but Jared McKinnon's low key. He's been kind of good. Yeah. So and then Titan Wise, Kittle, I was hoping he'd slip mines here. Um, but he didn't. So I'm just gonna have to go Hayden Hurst. I really just got a bummer to have a tight end, but he's due for a yeah. touchdown. He can get me ten points possibly. Um, and then as my flex position, I'm gonna go. Did Joe Mixon get taken? No, Joe Mixon actually. No, oh, that's, that's so surprise of the week. Joe Joe Mixon is my flex, my defense. I'm betting on the boomer bust here of it being a possible blowout for Philly. So I'm taking Philly's D. And then I'm going to double down with Philadelphia, and I'm taking Jake Elliott as the kicker. You know, I'm not going to lie. This team is a lot better than I uh, initially thought it might be. Same. <laughs> You're only really starving out at, at um, running back. RB. And McKinnon yep. could – Make up for that. Go off. He plays Go anything off. like he has in the past, but uh, yeah, Zeke is you know, but Devonta Smith. I'm assuming you wanted Gabe Davis to slide, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I thought about that today when I was thinking about when I was going through, and I was like, you know, Jake is probably gonna want Gabe Davis, and uh, I don't think I can let him have it because no, you gotta win. Crazy. Like, I'm just it's an exhi- History, exhibition man. match for me, so you gotta win. So I'd be, I mean, yeah. If Jake comes in and beats us with our scraps, we, we might need to reconsider, or you know, everything. Actually, Re- reconsider some guys <laughs> and everything. Just... Reconsider everything. Bro, I might, I might just retire or start spinning a wheel. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I have it. Right, yeah, my analysis means nothing because I got the pick of the crop. It's still lost. All right, I think but, we got. Uh, I, I think we got time for one each. Uh, who he played for? We're running a little long, but uh, Jake, you're the guest. Yeah. Go ahead and. Uh, See if you can stump the human encyclopedia, man. All right. Well, human encyclopedia. Gotta, and for football, we, do, we do need to preface. You got to tell us offense or defense. Yeah. Um, he played offense, offensive side of the ball. Um, and he was drafted by San Francisco in 2006. Oh, and he retired from, retired from the NFL in 2019. So he played a good career, no longer in the league. Um, and I'll, and I'll kind of go through the um, journeyman level that he had. Um, so he was on San Fran from 06 to 
2014. I may have this. And then I already got it. I think. You both have it? <laughs> I might. I think so. You got to finish If it. you say Chiefs next, it's over. But Okay. Well, then he went to, then he went to so 2014 he was in uh he, he left San Francisco 2015 he went to Denver. All um, right. And then he was also partially on the team that year with um San Francisco. Um but moving forward, he finished his career um in Washington from 2016 to 2019. This is not who I thought I was. I thought for sure it was Alex Smith. I'm not. Gonna oh, I thought it was going to be. Well, when he said 2006, uh, 2019, I thought it was going to be Frank Gore. Oh, but not not nearly enough teams. Frank Gore. Um, so it's it's San Fran, somebody, and then Washington. Who's the middle team? That is yeah, a so great. San- that is a great player, dude. I got him. I got him. He was a Madden oh, legend too. He was a Madden, Madden- legend. Fast first position, yeah. Woo! Yeah, fast uh-huh. first position. Right. We're yep. good. Got him. Unbelievable, man. Love Unbelievable. Oh, that is great. I forgot he stopped in Denver. Denver. I really did. Yeah. How many years was he in Denver? Um, just sure. half a season essentially. Oh my gosh. And then Washington. Yep, finished his career in Washington. Yeah. Made some crazy catches. I'll put that out there. Yep. He knows Alex Smith, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Good old pal, Alex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I don't he remember totally where Vernon did. Davis went after San Francisco. Is it Vernon Davis? You got it. <laughs> I don't remember him <laughs> on Denver. I don't remember him on Denver or Washington. That is Washington. I do. I think he was tandem with like Jordan Reed. Yep. But oh, yeah, I yep. really was like, oh, is that Alex Smith? But, but no, the Denver stop. Yeah. Yeah. They all tracks. He might have been there with like Julius Thomas. I don't know, actually. Julius Thomas went to the Jags. These are just random players at this point. Burn I'm sorry. Davis. That's a good. That's point. awesome. That was. That's a good. Point. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be Alex Smith. Okay. Oh, hey, I come prepared. I come that's prepared. respect, man. That's yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, if you make Christian dig deep, um, all right. <laughs> I got, I got one for you guys. And uh, Jake, I do a pot. It's an offensive player. I won't do the years uh, until Christian gets it. So that's oh, fine. It's fair. <laughs> Those are the rules, man. But uh, all right. So this guy was. Uh, he's still in the league. Originally drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he then spent a year after that, or oh, he spent time with the Vikings. Next team he played for, he signed with the Falcons. Uh, he was, and then the next team he played for, he signed with the Jaguars, and then he signed with the Seahawks. He was on the Seahawks this year. I got it. I figured you would. Oh man, Vikings, Falcons, Jaguars, and you said offense. Yes. Huge draft bust. Hey, hey, hey! Shh, it was a hint. I missed it. I'm so I mad. might have um, it, man. I didn't think it was going to get by the Vikings super fan, but I thought I might be able to get it by the like, encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. Which this should count for like 10 to... points if Jake gets it. Christian doesn't. They're so... Oh, my goodness. The Seahawks are so young. They're so young. Oh. I might need Let's a go. hint, bro. 
I might Let's need a go. hit. You might have uh, got him. Drafted in 2016 by the Vikings. So six years. Can I add something? Uh, I don't, you it's might, just I don't want you to take class. this moment. It's about the draft class. I don't is want it? you to take this moment from you. No, no, because okay. that will give it okay. to him. <laughs> that, that will uh, give it to him. Uh, I know what you're going to say about the draft class. Well, that's an interesting one. First round pick, I believe. Let me double check that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's not like Matt Khalil comes to mind, but I know it's not. It is not a lineman. It's it's not even a lineman. <laughs> I got him, guys. I did so they, it. Let's okay, go. Christian Pond. No, no. let's go. He is. Uh, look at the gears that. spinning. Look at him. They are. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me, man. He's so embarrassed. Luke, if you're listening, I did it, man. Luke. We did it. We did it. He did it. I can't. No. Got to give him a, a timer here. Uh, Clock's four, ticking. Four seasons with the Vikings, one season with the Falcons, one season with the Jaguars, and uh, one season with the Seahawks. I'm going to be so upset when I lose this one. <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset. I don't think you have a chance at this point. If you don't, I don't have think I have now, a chance at this point. All right, Jake. Jake, give it to him. It's the late great Laquan Treadwell, baby. <laughs> Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the old Miss bomb. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that just oh, made my day. He's on Seattle. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I actually I had no idea he even played for Atlanta. I, I think I might have seen he was in Jacksonville, but I, I thought he was out of the league this year. That's... <laughs> he signed midseason, I think, with the Seahawks this year, and uh, he played oh, six games. My oh, that sucks. You didn't, I'm you not didn't even embarrassed. Like, he didn't have his first well, touchdown until his second, like half, almost to the end of his second season as a Viking. Like he was, yeah, bad. no, he was terrible. He was bad. Bad. I just didn't oh, think he, he would was still in the Drop passes. I mean, he was, he was oh. bad. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, how are you like so physically gifted and bad at football? That's fine. Um, <laughs> but it, all right, no, that's that's yeah. I, I got to take my hat. That's my hypothetical. He hat. wanted um, to be DK. Yeah, so wanted, bad. Yeah, so bad. He he wanted so to be so. No, it's. It's all good. Uh, I guess that means I got the last guy for the night. Um, can't say, uh, yeah, it's, it's can't say it's an easy one, but we'll see. He's young in, in terms of he was drafted in 2017 uh, by the 49ers, and he's on offense. Um, and I'll even clarify this: he's not a lineman. Um, drafted for the Niners by the Niners. the Niners. Yep, he was okay. with the Niners in 2017, 2018, 2019. Um, in 2020, he ended up signing with the Dolphins. Last year, he was with the Bills, and he is currently with the New York Giants. Oh man, I was really, really on that Raheem Mostert train, but nope. Yeah. No. Oh, I know who it is. I got it. Oh, I think oh. I got it. I'm going to guess Matt Breida. 100% Matt Breida. Jeez, that. I've been my worst guy. What a day! What a day! Wow! Yeah, I know we don't keep score for this. uh, But uh, 
Yeah. 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 He's, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you that even like Buffalo last year, like I remember being there, but the, the numbers are very, very underwhelming. Um, yeah, he, he actually, in terms of career numbers, these last three seasons have been like his lowest. He was wow. definitely uh the best with the 49ers, but wow. yeah, wow, that what a day for Christian that quick. What a day for Chen. A historic yeah. sequence of events just took place in the last five minutes. Uh, oh man. Wow. All right. Well, that, that, that wraps our show, guys. Um, thanks mm. again for listening. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Jake, thanks for coming on. We're going to have to do it again yeah. sometime. Heck um, yeah, man. Probably after yes, the Super Bowl, we'll have you on. We'll do Super Bowl recap. Yeah, Super Bowl recap. Mm-hmm. And maybe a deep dive uh, throughout the offseason into certain teams and their cap situations because uh, you got good perspective, man. And, and uh, you, you clearly know your, uh, know your way around the NFC North. So um oh yeah dude i, I was over to panel with these shows so you, for you sure. know how it goes right yeah off for season's sure. gonna be long so but can uh, i tell the people what i got going on uh yeah go ahead yeah so hopefully within a week or two i got myself it's a little belated but um a little christmas album coming out oh, yeah, um, if, if you had on spotify so definitely a, a bass uh voice guy um uh, not Christian, but Caleb heard a little bit. I don't, I haven't got a verbal take, but I heard pretty solid. It was pretty um, solid, man. Pretty solid. Yeah. Bass. I'll, I'll so take a link too. Is, I'll uh, take a link. I listen to music all day long. I got to yep. drive in. I, it's like a, a Frank Sinatra. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, Bass voice like is Elvis. a very good way of putting it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank that. Sinatra, Elvis vibe. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The show is long enough, man. We don't got to punish, punish the So long, I'm losing my sanity. All right. But no, I definitely want to listen to that. Um, I, yeah. I am no uh, musician, but I am definitely a music connoisseur. Uh, consumer. Yeah. consumer. Where can, what, can we, uh, yeah. what can we plug? Can we pl- plug your Instagram? Yeah, in Spotify. Mu- yeah, yeah plug, music? I'll plug yeah. the Instagram in. It's uh, the underscore Jake West. So T-H-E underscore J-A-K-E. W E S would be the Instagram. Um, got a few posts on there, but I've definitely, um, if you see the one with me smiling in the suit, definitely that's the one. Um, <laughs> some of those photos, some of those photos will be the cover album. Um, yeah. All Love right. It. Yeah. Looking forward to having you back soon. Uh, talking off season and Super Bowl recap. And uh, me and Christian will be back. Well, shoot. One of the, We'll be back uh, for our reaction soon, or probably yeah. Tuesday for NBA Tuesday, since we're going uh, once a week now with the NFL. So um, thanks again yeah. for listening, guys. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check us out on Tuesday. But, yeah. Appreciate it. Have a good one, guys. Take care. Yeah.